Y'all can finally stop. Tomato, tomato, I'm throwing tomatoes at you, bitch. You can finally stop throwing tomatoes at me because I've got KK of Love Island USA Season 5 here with me today. And y'all, she doesn't disappoint. She is the sweetest like she is on the show. And she keeps it all the way real. She talks about everything you want to know. And you guys, we get a special appearance from Keenan himself. I logged into that Zoom link and he was right there. Ah! So, you know, I had to, I couldn't be in shady or anything. I had to, I, I, I played nice, okay? <laughs> no, for real. They were both so nice, so sweet. Can't wait for y'all to hear the interview. But first... You know, I break down, I went to see Gran Turismo, and I relate that to some other stuff, but I also talk about the newest episode of Love Island USA, where they got those videos from the family, and I talk about a couple of those, because a couple of those were a little eye-opening. I don't think some of these relationships are going to make it outside of the villa, but we'll see about that. Before you get into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen, or the top if you're on Spotify, and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it! That's right! You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. everybody what's up y'all i am fresh off of going to dinner i went and saw gran turismo it was good i really liked it the trailer is what okay let me stop lying the real reason i went and saw it is because when the trailer i was i don't know what movie i went to saw maybe it was barbie at the time but when they showed the gran turismo trailer I won the game like raised me as a kid. So like I was I was all about it. I was gonna go see it anyway. I'm like, okay, yes, going to see that. When I used to look, my mom is a gambler. She used to take me like down here. We had a place called Kids Quest. When the adults wanted to go to the casino, they would drop all the badasses off at Kids Quest. It would have the arcades, the jungle gyms, the basketball courts, all of the things, unlimited food. Child, my mom her bill used to be high as hell when she come to get me. <laughs> Sorry, girl. But anyway, uh, I loved me some Gran Turismo, okay? I love playing the game. I loved all that, okay? So I went and saw that, but the reason I really went to see it was because when I saw that trailer, it was I knew like a couple of, of course you know that like we know uh, uh, David Harbor, we know Orlando Bloom, but Paxton Yoshida Hall was in there. What's that boy real name? Y'all know who I'm talking about from uh, Never Have I Ever. I love me some Paxton Yoshida Hall. Okay, I wanted him and Debbie to be in game, but Mindy Kaling had other ideas for them. Okay, you know what? Anyway, uh, that's me rambling like I always do. Uh, y'all, this episode is an interview. Y'all have been beating down my door for this one. Y'all know I always try to talk to an Islander at least once every, like, two weeks. Every week is a little aggressive. They don't even do dumpings that damn often. So, you know, it's a little aggressive. The other ones, I try to give y'all, like, a review. But 
y'all have been banging, beating down my door, sending threatening letters, torches outside my house. That might have been the clan, but you know, <laughs> that might not have been y'all. Let me not put that on y'all. But I finally, finally, well, I'm acting like I was trying for like months. No, she just left the house, but like I reached out immediately. Okay, y'all know I, I got people. Okay, I reached out immediately. I was like, oh my God, I've got to talk to KK. The people want to talk to her. They want to hear from KK. You got to make this happen. Please, 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 please. They hit me back. They were like, she had, she literally, let me see how sweet she is. She had like no time. Cause you know, like the Islanders, like they have like crazy schedules once they leave. Cause they got to. You know, they get back to their, like, day lives and stuff. But, you know, everybody wants to talk to them. So, like, I'm battling the E-News people, the... You, not E-News, chat. Well, maybe E-News. Hey, I don't know. Hey, but, you know, I'm, I'm battling the peoples, okay? I'm battling after the sun and all them people, okay? But she said, look, I ain't got much time, but I'm going to do it for you. She literally only had, like, 20, 25 minutes. I was like, I will take it, okay? I got everything I want to ask. I got it for you. Look, y'all, I logged into the Zoom call, waiting to, uh, you know, talk to her. She joins. We start talking a little bit. You know, we laugh and she's so sweet. She looked amazing, by the way. She looked gorgeous. So, y'all will, you know, I'll post a little promo so y'all get to see, like, look, the, lux the luscious locks and the, you know, the beat face and the, uh, the snatched waist and everything. Y'all will get to see that. Y'all, we got to talking. And one of the first things out of her mouth was, oh, you see Keenan right there? I said, ooh. <laughs> and the first thing out of my mouth was, okay, now I'm nervous. Because y'all know I had a whole lot of questions I wanted to ask. But it couldn't be when Keenan was around, okay? So I had to edit my questions a little bit. I was like, you know what? These people have been real nice to me. Let me be as nice as possible, okay? We had a good old time, a good old key to the key. I think y'all are going to like the interview. She didn't hold back. She told us everything she wanted to say. Forget the haters. She is with her man, and they are sticking beside each other, okay? So she don't care nothing about it. She talked about, uh, you know, the comments she's read, how there's been so much support since she left the villa, how there's been negativity, too. Talked about everything you want to know from that video. She talked about, uh, you know, first coupling up, coupling up with him. She talked about that Casa recoupling. She talked about Brandon, one of the Casa guys that we all thought she was going to bring back. She talked about everything. It was it was good chat, okay? I'm going to throw it over there to, uh, to that in a minute, so y'all get to hear that full interview. But first, speaking of KK and Keenan, let's talk about the new Love Island episode. So the newest one was all about the videos. They got family... Okay, let's talk about this, because in the UK, normally the family actually comes to visit the villa. Now, I don't know if it's because COVID cases back on the rise or, or what's the case, but they did video messages this time. You know what? It might be because of that. Child, COVID then hit my job and this is, I've been testing like crazy. I'm like, y'all ain't, ain't about to kill my ass. Y'all know I'm <laughs> y'all know me. Y'all should know uh, after what was it, early 20, uh, 2022, y'all should know. I die every now and then, so it ain't too hard to kill me, so I, I'm, we ain't doing all that, but Correct choice. They had them send in videos. So they had kind of like a movie night. Think about movie night at the Casa Moore. Same setup. 
They put all of the videos up there. You know, some were <laughs> a lot sweeter than others. You know, we had Carmen and Kenzo. Oh, they were just fawning over each other. Kenzo crying. He he in love. She's so in love. Oh, they wonderful. Of course, Marka. Not Marka. We might as well be Marka, damn, because they they uh, got a, a pseudonym at this point. Marco, Hannah. They, you know, they crying and all like that. It's just beautiful. Oh, yes, it's wonderful. Oh, Lord, yeah, we love each other. The, the other ones, though, that's the that's the meat and potatoes. Because my biggest thing was Cassie's family didn't do enough with Leo. They really, really, like, they let him off scotch-free in my mind. Like, literally let him off. She, the mama gave a little taste, but she didn't get too much of a taste. You can tell that sister sitting in the middle, though. She really wanted to fight, but she was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it cute. We on National Peacock. <laughs> we on the National Peacock. And I'm not going to say all this about this man on TV. They kept it cute. But the way they did, let me tell you how they did, though. I appreciate her family. Because they threw shade the best way they knew to throw shade. They talked about how good of a couple her and Johnny would have been. The same thing I was saying. Now, Cassie, I would have made sure you won this competition had you and Johnny coupled up. Because I was here for it now it's probably gonna go to hannah and marco and you know what whatever it's i've accepted i accepted that a long time ago it's okay marco still kind of wavers with me but it's, it's whatever it's, it's it's oh lord it's all right child they go over to bergy and taylor now look taylor's mom she's reassuring everybody she's like oh my god I knew from the moment, like, she hadn't even entered the villa yet. When I saw Bergie, I'm like, that's her type. She's going right after Bergie. She loves a nerd. They all laughing. They think it's cute. Oh, yeah. He, 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 yeah, you right. Uh-huh. Surely, sis. Child, they get the Bergie family. Look, uh, <laughs> Bergie family already. Let me not say nothing. Let me, <laughs> let me keep it cute, y'all. Y'all, look at my eyes. Look, look at my, look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Y'all know what I'm saying. Burgess fat. Listen, his granddaddy didn't hold back. His Taylor was catching strays left and right. Granddaddy said, I'm sick of all this. I'm tired of y'all. And that girl don't like you. Well, he didn't say it like that. But y'all, he basically said that. He said, y'all forcing it. Y'all was not a couple and quit it. Child, Taylor started crying later on in the episode. She tired of y'all telling her that she don't like nerds. <laughs> y'all leave that lady alone. That lady ain't did nothing to nobody. Leave her alone. If she likes him, we love him, okay? Let them be. Berkey's gotten a lot more attractive since the red wedding night. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because he has Taylor now. You know what? When people get in a relationship, they normally become not attractive to their partner because, you know, they sometimes they kind of just let themselves go, but they become attractive to other people because they're off the market. Maybe that's what it is. But Bergy got, like, a new haircut. Bergy looked thicker like he'd been working out, like he'd been hitting the gym. Like, he, uh, Bergy looks good. I think him and Taylor look good together. You know what? I hope they squeak out a victory. I hope they pull it off and, and win this whole thing. I'm tired of people treating Taylor bad. Taylor, I'm on your team. I'm voting for you whenever I can, okay? Oh, speaking of people who team I'm on, y'all know, I, I'm not mentioning Johnny and Scott, that wasn't nothing to talk about, but uh, Destiny and Kyle, child, Destiny's family had nothing but nice things to say, of course, baby, they go over to Kyle's family, Kyle, <laughs> let me tell you something, I could tell by the way they were sitting, they were about to be messy, they were going to be messy as 
hell. Uh, uh, I don't know who had the, somebody had their hair pushed back, and and they was ready to go. Okay, they had a, uh, a not a bonnet, but a, a whole silk band going across, and they was ready to get in. Okay, they said we don't like destiny. She got way too much drama. She broke up and hollered at every man in that house. And now you want her. You want to bring around her for Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, April Fools, uh, Cinco de Mayo, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Halloween. Uh-uh. You're not bringing her around all these damn holidays. You're not doing that. But look, Destiny didn't give a damn. She was like, look, the way these people been treating me this whole damn summer, do your worst. Them people can't do nothing to Destiny. Destiny don't care about none of that stuff. And I'm glad. Destiny, you know you're my queen. I never say anything bad about Destiny. I'm rooting for Destiny the way I'm rooting for my own children. Now, do I have children? No. But that's besides the point. I'm still rooting for them, okay? If I ever get some. Do I want any? Hell no. But that's besides the point, too. Anyway, let me throw it over to this interview with KK. I hope y'all love it. If you're on Spotify, of course, like usual, give me some comments. I love hearing what y'all got to say. Y'all are so shady and I love it. Y'all be reading me down and I kind of love that. Okay. But y'all are going to love this interview. KK is as sweet on the podcast as she is on TV. So I can't wait for y'all to hear this. Here's KK. KK, how are you today? I'm good. How you doing? Oh my! I'm so I'm I'm so glad you're finally here because my listeners were gonna like riot and drag me through the street if I did not get you here. So I'm so excited to talk to you. Hi, yeah, Kenan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Let's. Why don't we hop right into it? I know you. I know yeah. you probably got a, a schedule. I know people have been waiting I'm to talk to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, walk me through the day you found out you were gonna be an OG on season five of Love Island USA. Yeah, so I was in the hotel, like I had already done like all the photo shoots and the filming and the interviews and stuff, but they don't tell you like, oh, you're going to be an OG or you're going to be a bombshell. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure, but um, they came and got me from my room and I met with the EPs, two of the EPs, and they're basically like, oh, well, some people don't make it on in the beginning. We bring a lot of people out here, but there's just a select few that make it on the first episode. Then they were like, Fortunately, you're not one of those people, so you're gonna be an OG. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, "There we was, go." Yeah, I like bang my hand on the table. I was like, Let's "Go!" <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Kind of. What was like the casting process of you? Like, were you like kind of found on Instagram, or did you like go through the actual like application online, or how did it work for you? Yeah. So I actually applied. I was watching this show, and I was like, "Hmm." I like the show. And I was telling my mom about it. And she was like, well, get on the show then. And I was like, oh, don't don't play. <laughs> don't kid me. And so it was kind of like a joke thing. And I applied that night when I was at work because I work nights. And like literally the next day, somebody called me and was like, hey, I'm calling from Love Island. And I was like, what? And then <laughs> it was like literally two weeks before they did their first round of flyouts mm. that I applied. So mm. I applied two weeks. I was in Fiji. Like it happened so fast. Ooh. It happened really fast. I know some people got casted in like January, but me, it was like two weeks before. Oh, wow. Oh, so yeah. you, you made an impression then during those <laughs> interviews. There you go. <laughs> they, knew, they knew I was the one. <laughs> nice. Were you familiar at all? Like, uh, I know you kind of watched the, I'm guessing the USA version. Were you familiar with the mm -hmm. other ones like UK and Australia and all those guys? So I actually have seen some of the UK. Okay. Um, 
not not a whole lot of it, but I've seen all of the USA. Okay. So I can't say I was a huge Love Island fan before. I just like seen it on Netflix, so I started watching it. Then I got pretty invested in the USA version, so I was like, mm -hmm. hmm. They need me on this show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm curious, though, because I know uh, you say your mom said you need to be on this show. But did you have like any reservations about jumping into reality TV? Because it could be a scary thing. Like the fandom can be wild sometimes. Yeah, honestly, I didn't think too much about it. I was just like, I'm single. Like, I'm not doing anything. This, like, why not? I was just like ready to, you know, start something, find something because I mean, I'm a nurse and I've been doing that for a while. So I was I was just ready for something different. I didn't really think like, oh, I'm going to be a reality star. You know, I was like, right. I'm going to go to this villa. I'm going to find me a man and we're going to call it a day. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. I always say people that like read the comments are the worst reality stars. So stay away <laughs> from them. It's OK. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Uh, from uh, from day one, you were coupled up with Keenan. Now, mm -hmm. obviously, the first coupling is mostly kind of like based on looks because, you know, you don't really know the person initially, but then you kind of, you quickly find out whether or not you're compatible. What was it about Keenan that made him like your guy from day one? Um, So when he had came out the tunnel, I like had like a feeling like something came over me, like my heart just skipped a beat. And I like to think I'm pretty in tune with my intuition. So I just felt like that's my intuition telling me, like, that's your guy. Because I didn't even, like, get a really good look at him at first. But then when he got closer, we kind of made eye contact. And that kind of told me, like, come here. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and he's definitely my physical type. Like, tall, dark, handsome. You know? Like, okay. he, he, he was doing it for me. <laughs> okay. Instant attraction. There you go. He's yeah. cheesing in the background right now. He's loving this. So. <laughs> Out of curiosity, though, I know he was kind of your, you know, like, check, check, check as you were kind of mm -hmm. looking at him. But was there anyone else of the original guys, Marco, Leo, Victor, Bergie? Was there anyone else that, like, could have potentially made your head turn in the early days, like, before you got to know any of them? Um, No, honestly, no. no. <laughs> None of them were really my type at all. Um, So, no. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I wasn't feeling them like that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I want you kind of gave uh, Keenan the space to get to know other people within mm -hmm. the villa. Uh, like Cassie, I think was like the first one. And then Emily later on down the line. Were mm -hmm. you okay with this each time or like kind of deep down? Were you like, no, I hate this. I don't want to come back. Like, no, let's not do this at all. Yeah. So for me, it was uncomfortable. Cassie, not so much uncomfortable just because we were in very early days. Mm -hmm. I think what made me uncomfortable about the Cassie situation was just how it happened. Not that happened. Like, she had never expressed to me that she was attracted to him or that she wanted to get to know him. And they sat down and all of a sudden they're getting to know each other. I'm like, what? But, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. but like, when we got a little bit deeper in, I, you know, verbalized to Keenan as well. Like, I still want you to do it because that's what you need to do. But it was uncomfortable for me. And it wasn't uncomfortable in the sense that, you know, I can't take it. Mm -hmm. I just felt like that was something... Because we, we did have those conversations. We communicated very well about like what we were doing. And I did voice that I was okay with it, even though it made me uncomfortable. So it was just one of those things like do it, even though I'm uncomfortable. There were times where, uh, you know, like the public was really kind of like they they loved you. So there were times like, you know, we do the public votes. We get on the app and we make our selections and all that kind of yeah. stuff. 
And you were safe, I think, every single time. I don't think you were ever in the bottom, if I'm remembering that correctly. And so I'm wondering, was there ever a time since, I think, like, once or twice, Keenan wound up in the bottom. And I know mm-hmm. I've talked to Islanders in the past, and they've talked about how, like, that kind of messes with their head sometimes. Yeah. Did you ever, like, see that and wonder, like, wait a minute, why are y'all, like, not keeping him in the top two? Like, what's going on? Or did you just kind of, like, know that, like, you guys would keep him safe and didn't really think much of it? Um, so I know there was one time he was in the bottom. I think it was the first time he was. And then it was up to the Islanders to save whoever mm-hmm. and who, who we were going to send home. And I think that that made me feel a lot more safe and I didn't think too much about it. And I'm the type of person, like nobody can tell me anything to make me feel differently about somebody else. Like I have yeah. to experience that for myself. So that that's kind of what it was. It, it, it didn't make me be like, well, what is he doing? You know, because I knew right. what he was doing. <laughs> he was telling me everything that he was doing Mm -hmm. and I know that didn't sit well with people because I also got that kind of feedback from the islanders of like why is Keenan doing this you know and I'd have to verbalize to them like well because I said he could you know yeah Yeah, which might not have made sense while I was crying but (laughs) (laughs) that's all right human reaction you're allowed (laughs) um let's jump the casa more I I don't know if you've had like time to I know <laughs> I don't know if you've had time to like kind of actually watch any of the episodes that you were on yeah. or if you like jumped into kind of a press tour or whatever. But um, one of the things we saw was that Keenan was actually planning to close things off with you right before you left. Now, one mm-hmm. I'm wondering, did y'all have that conversation when you came back? Like, did he tell you like, man, that was bad timing because I was right about to close things yeah. off? He did. He did share that with me. After that, yeah, we didn't get a chance to have that conversation before. But when he came back, he did tell me he was like, I was ready to close things off with you when we left. And he was basically telling me like he just didn't know what I would be doing because we didn't have that conversation, which makes sense. (laughs) I'm wondering if you think do you think that that would have kind of changed you two's like trajectory on the show? Like, would you still be on the show? Had you guys closed thing off ahead of time and you know, not really have to deal with the cost of more of it all. Cause I'm sure that like yeah. y'all would have been like, you know, what is it? Uh, Kenzo and Marco like outside and no one doing anything. So would that have like changed things for you guys? I 100% think that it would have changed everything. I think that, you know, the narrative would have made him less of the bad guy mm-hmm. and more like, okay, he finally opened his eyes type of situation. Mm-hmm. And I think they would have had so much more grace with him. Yeah. Like the public, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been like, okay, now he's turning over a new leaf. Now it's like, but I think Casa Moore just made it worse to where it's mm. like, all right, you're done. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, fans at the time were really kind of rooting for uh, you and Brandon and Casa Moore. At yeah. any point, did you think that you might bring him back to the villa? Or was he simply just like, oh, I hate to say it this way, but kind of simply the best of a bad situation in Casa Moore. Like, was he just the best of the guys there to kind of get to know? Or did you ever actually consider bringing him back? Um, No, I I didn't think that I would bring him back, to be honest. I did, like, try to have that connection. Like, I I felt really comfortable with him. We had really great chats. Like, he Mm -hmm. was a really great guy. But I just struggled with the romantic part of the connection with him. So mm-hmm. I knew, like, it wasn't worth me bringing him back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he's, you've already described your physical type, and he's kind of yeah. polar opposite <laughs> to that, too. So, right. Which is why it surprised me. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect to sit down with him and be like, oh, like, we just had really good conversations. Yeah. And he actually friends on me, like, in our very first interaction when I first got to Casa, the VIP night. 
He was mm. like, oh, we're going to be such great friends. And then, like, oh. the next told me, and he was like, I shouldn't have said that. I just got nervous. And he's like, actually, I want you. So I think that kind of, like, made me, like, give him a little bit more energy just because he was expressing that interest. And I don't feel like a lot of other guys were. Okay. Yeah. Let Yo, boy, this is the moment that I know you hate talking about. But walk me through that moment where you all kind of received that text message with the video showing uh, what was going on in the other villa in Casa mm -hmm. Um, So honestly, like watching the video, the first thing I see is um, it was Taylor C. And she was like, oh my God, he's beautiful. I guess she was talking about Jonah or whatever. So I was like, oh, okay, this is fine. Like, it's not about me. Like, you know, yeah. I was like, that's my Kenan's type right there. Like, I, I, I felt like I was safe. <laughs> and then I see his ass. <laughs> <laughs> And I like grabbed the phone hard. I was like, who is this? And I was just like, hmm. and then like the first thing I seen was him in soul ties. And so I was like, soul ties mm. is crazy. <laughs> like that was my first thought, like of all places you could be, soul ties. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so that's kind of how it was. That made me like really pissed off. But then I continued to watch and, you know, I saw the scene with like them in the bed and stuff like that. And that really kind of just broke my heart because I'm like, all right, like, I just felt like betrayed in a sense of, you know, I felt like we had a good conversation about the boundaries and like what we would and wouldn't do when Casa came around. And in my eyes, that kind of went against that. So I just felt like I put a lot of trust into that and it like bit me in the ass. So that, that's more where my heartbreak came from. I didn't feel like cheated on or like he owed me anything, mm -hmm. but, and that made me feel like he's most definitely bringing somebody back from Casa more, which means that it would have been wraps for me. Like he probably couldn't even get a conversation out of me after that, to be honest, if he had mm. brought somebody back. And that made me feel like he's definitely bringing somebody back. Oof. Cause I felt like that line was kind of crossed. Like if it's going to be crossed, then I hope, that's what it's for you know what I mean which right. I would have supported like okay if you feel like that connection is better than ours then I support that okay. and we both did agree to that before like if we bring somebody back it's because the connection is better than what we have okay so that's how I felt and that's why I was kind of like having a breakdown but it wasn't all, all of that too it's just like you know when you start crying and then everything that's been bothering you kind of just festers and you just start crying harder yeah it was kind of like just my breaking point of like everything like even being in the villa is a very intense environment so like it it definitely took a part in that i'm curious did you guys think that since you had gotten a video did you thought they received one as well yeah the girls and i we did we were like did they get a video too <laughs> <laughs> was anybody in particular a little nervous about what could be on the video or was everybody feeling pretty safe i think at that point we were all feeling pretty safe like maybe Cassie may have been just a little bit you know like <laughs> but for the most part nobody was doing anything like off the wall like we did play games and challenges and stuff but you know those are games and challenges those aren't serious things so but I do feel like sometimes it can be taken out of context especially if it was sent in a video you don't know if it's a game or a challenge mm -hmm. or if they're just doing it to do it so you know right. it did cause just a little bit of concern but I think we all felt like Anything that they got sent was probably going to be justifiable. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk real quick. What's your relationship like with Hannah? Because even though she got that same video and like could have been freaking out about Marco's ex being in the villa, mm -hmm. she was really solely focused on you and like making sure that you were okay 
in that moment. So I'm assuming yeah. y'all have a pretty good friendship. Um, I feel like at that time she was very supportive of me. Mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say that she was super confident. Maybe she just felt like I needed more support than she did at that time, which I appreciate, mm. but she definitely was freaking out too. Oh, I okay. That, I don't think that made air, but she also was freaking out just a little bit. I mean, who would it, you know, yeah. she's like, he's there with his ex and you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for the most part, she, she did talk to me and she did, you know, just remind me who I was and that, you know, you heard what she said, so yeah. Basically, came to bitch hold my panties. That's what she told me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the casa recoupling. Yeah. Why did you ultimately decide to come back and stay single, aka you know, in Love Island terms, not stick, and uh, as opposed to like bringing someone back, like maybe out of spite, you know, just because yeah. you're like, okay, I'm at my wit's end, I'll just bring somebody mm-hmm. back just because of it. But you chose to actually stay single. Why was that? Yeah, so I did heavily consider bringing somebody back. At that point, it was like, it could be anybody. I had a <laughs> talk with Eddie because we, we became really, really good friends. And I told him, like, I'm considering bringing you back as a friend. That way you can have opportunity in the villa to find a connection. And I can walk in with some support. And, like, you know, I just felt like maybe that would be a good thing. And I felt like it would piss Keenan off. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I, I considered that shit. So, Ultimately, why I didn't do that is because I just felt like it wouldn't have been true to me. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, remember that I am a strong woman. Like, I can stand on my own ten toes, and I can walk in by myself, whether he has somebody or not. Like, I can be single, like, you know? So that's why I didn't bring anybody back, because it just wouldn't have been true to me. It's not Friendship Island, so why am I bringing a friend back? I didn't find a connection, so I should return by myself. Right. I mean, you stuck to your guns. I can do nothing but respect it. <laughs> um, ultimately... You work through your issues with Keenan, but then mm-hmm. we get to the Red Wedding. Boy, oh boy, one of the the most talked about nights of this season and all of USA seasons, honestly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why did you decide <laughs> to leave? Like, was it because you kind of lost faith in the process? Was it because you didn't think you'd find like a better relationship? Was it because you think that you and Keenan have like a really bright future ahead? Um, honestly, all of those things. Um, mm. We actually talked about a couple of times, several times that you know we both agreed like if you leave i'm gonna okay like we did have those conversations and you know ultimately if he left he didn't really want me to leave because he didn't want to like end my experience Mm -hmm. because of him but to me it would have not been true to myself to stay i know where my heart is and it's with him so it would have just been fake for me to (laughs) it would have (laughs) been fake for me to stay and then try to form new connections like i just wouldn't have been in it I would have been wasting my time and playing with somebody else's emotions. And I don't like doing that. So it just made sense for me. And I did see a future with him. Like at that point, I already knew that I was in love with him. And it it just, I I felt like we had a future outside the villa. So that's why I left him. (laughs) Kind of the the last thing I've got to ask, because it's the thing that uh, people want to know. Well, before I get to that, actually. How's the reception been that you've been getting from fans? Because you were like a clear fan favorite throughout the season. Have you been feeling the love or have you been getting like other, you know, it's the internet, so you never know what kind of comments you go get. But how have you been being received like in your own perception? Honestly, I have been feeling the love, 100% been feeling the love. I'm getting tons of positivity and, you know, people are just telling me like, hey, Kay, we love you. We, you are, we were the show. Like people are telling me they not even watching the show anymore since I left. Mm. And getting a lot of support 
from people that support Keenan and I. So, you know, that's pretty like rewarding for me. I'm also getting like a lot of hate as well. Um, yeah, you know, people are kind of just disappointed that I left with him, disappointed that I forgave him, disappointed that, you know, I moved past that. And, you know, they have a perspective from watching TV, but I have a perspective from I was there. So, you know what I mean? They just don't see everything. everything. They don't know everything. So that's where I have to just kind of like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Like I, yeah. I'm really not into reading all the comments. I do respond to the positivity most of the time, but mm-hmm. with the negativity, I try to just, you know, not consume too much of it. I'm, I barely do anything on the internet and I get hate. So I don't, don't <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's all right. <laughs> uh, now the actual last question. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I think in my opinion, it's the most important question. When are we getting some soul ties? It's crazy. When are we getting some merch? Because like, I, soon, it's almost soon. fall. Okay, I need yeah, a sweatshirt. Yeah, real soon. Don't worry. It's coming. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna hold you to that. I need a sweatshirt. Real bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me i'm wishing you and Keenan the absolute best i hope things going forward are amazing for y'all and i hope y'all have an amazing day thank you thank you for having me absolutely thank Bye. you okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. oh wow you sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.